Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game-changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media.
As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our, and you, the listeners, amusement. I am very happy to be here. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Ken Knapsack. Hey, I'm here to kill another one of my favorite characters from my childhood. <laughs> kill, or at least maim, or That's maybe right. they might walk away, but if they do, it'll be with True. a lot of shame. <laughs> a lot of shame. It'll be a shame walk away for one of these beloved Star Wars characters. A lot, a lot of shame in Major Brent Nerland last time. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a hard road. That was, that was uh, a hard know, one. Sometimes you discover things you didn't know about your favorite characters. <laughs> Turns out Cliff Clavin in Star Wars is still a drunk. <laughs> we also have a wonderful guest, one of our favorite guests to have. He is a machine of comedy and Star Wars knowledge, Mr. Mike Black. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is basically a, a sort of <laughs> Star Wars Mortal Kombat with a little bit more feelings, yeah. a little bit more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort Less of like people yelling, "Finish him!" Yeah. <laughs> well, we've had that too. We could, yeah. yeah. This is like if Sub Zero and Scorpion really had feelings. <laughs> yeah, really needed to work through everything. Friendship. We both have our relationships with Raiden, but this podcast. It's not about Mortal Kombat. We'll start that one, of course. Yes. Uh, But this is Databank Brawl. If you're listening for the first time for some reason, uh, please uh, thank you for listening and welcome. But we get all our information straight from StarWars.com Databank, which is why it's called Databank Brawl. So it's nice, fresh, minty canon. We'll read these. We'll talk a little bit about who these characters are, what we think about them, and then we'll narrate a fight. We're also, uh, we visit the wilds of Wikipedia and get a little bit more information that may or may not be canon. So use this information on the playground with caution. With caution. <laughs> and I say that to the adults as well. I know you go to playgrounds and yell at children about Star Wars facts. Make sure you have them correct when you stop off at the playground. You guys ready to get into this with your first combatant? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, this is a person that uh, a couple of different people tweeted into requests, and I think it's a great mm-hmm. choice in the sweet spot of Databank Brawl. Our first combatant is Mas Amida. Love it. Mm, so love here it. is what Databank has. <laughs> provocative. <laughs> here is what uh, Databank Brawl, uh, or Databank.com StarWars.com databank, third time's a charm, has to say about Masamita. Masamita was the vice chair of the Galactic Senate during Chancellor Valorum's term, a position he continued to hold as Chancellor Palpatine transformed the Republic into the Galactic Empire. Amada's booming voice often called for order when the partisan nature of the the Republic's government degenerated into pointless bickering. In an alien gesture of authority... He would often punctuate such calls with a flicker of his long forked tongue. Ooh, good to know. Mm. Uh, so that's his main entry. Sometimes characters on the databank have like a little bit more information if they've appeared in lots of different parts of Star Wars lore. Right. And one of the other, uh, I didn't uh, transcribe a lot of that because a lot of that's just plot. But one of the interesting canon points that I wasn't really cognizant of is mm. that Masamita is one of the characters who is entirely aware that Palpatine is a Sith. Interesting. So that might factor into our fight. So there's uh, mm. what Databank has to say about Masamita. Ken, uh, what do you got there on Masamita? Uh, well, so the, the description of this character, if you're out there still wondering, you're driving and you don't want to pull over and look. Um, Masamita uh, appeared uh, in uh, the prequels with the horns, both out from the top of his head, very high pointy horns. Real high. And uh, some like ear dangly, it's like he said... Uh, 
you know, like he's got a little ear condition there. <laughs> and then the horns come out and they go down his chest, blue, bright blue eyes and skin, and a very garish outfit. A lot of yellow, a lot of uh, big puffy oh, shoulders. Oh, I remember him now. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Blue devil looking dude. Blue devil looking dude is the way to say it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, power wise, he looks yeah. like maybe he's the vice president. I mean, he's the vice president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. vice chancellor. Yeah, yeah. Chan- yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, do, do, is his At height height is listed as one point nine six meters. So that's one of the taller, uh, and that's with characters. horns. I would imagine w- w- horn horn to foot, <laughs> horn to <laughs> foot, uh, or hoof, depending. Horn, on or hoof. Yeah, that's true. We I don't can't know. assume it's yeah. foot. Uh, eye color blue, skin color blue. I said the, the species, uh, the shagreen. Is that how you said it? Sh- chagrin. Shag- chagrin. Chagrin. Yeah. Yeah. Chagrin. Okay. Okay. I I, I love that uh, home planet Shampala. Nice. That sounds pretty nice. I'd I'd drink that, whatever that is. Yeah, Yeah. like a glass of Shampala. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that is Mas uh, Mita. And I believe he's the one, uh, two that didn't didn't win Bail Organa. Say so he, uh, he had he ca- rescued Yoda and Obi Wan and they're returning right and and he's yeah. the one who's like uh, good uh, the 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 Emperor will be expecting you or, yep uh, yeah yep and then uh, he has kind of continued in canon he is featured in Life Debt mm-hmm. so still kind of dealing trying to hold the Empire together so he's a character that spans a long time he was in a position of power before Phantom Menace right okay. still in it all the way toward the end of Return of the Jedi so this guy spans a lot of time a lot. Yeah. generally the same position is kind of governmental second-in-command guy. Right, right. right. Fork tongue, mm. horns on his head. Yeah, real blue. And real long, weird, yeah. pointy earlobes. Booming voice. I think he. Do, I think in Phantom Menace he does call for order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is which is one of his main traits, according to Databank. <laughs> Calling for so order. Order! So I think that will uh, certainly play into the fight. What are your emotional connections to him? Uh, Mike, it took you a little while to recall who he was. Did you like the look of him? Uh, yeah, I, not enough to buy him. Okay, so you did I, not I, buy I remember him. the figure being a bit of a peg warmer, as, yeah. as they call them, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> he, he was, was a Lobot, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a sad Lobot. Him and Lobot <laughs> spent a lot of time together on the shelves. <laughs> But uh, I did like his overall look. Uh, he was very Star Warsy to the point where mm-hmm. when they did him and then George Lucas did uh, Papa Noidia, yeah, I thought, why wouldn't you take this look instead? This one's so much. If you're gonna be a blue guy, be this blue guy. <laughs> He's much cooler. Yeah, and he had the you tall know? hat too. So yeah, he had the yeah. tall horns. Come on. Yeah. Uh, what What was your emotional reaction? To Masamita, or currently? Uh, oh, you know it's funny. Uh, this this happens every episode. Mike Joseph puts a character out, and I go to <laughs> Wikipedia look up some supplemental facts. And while he's talking, I get caught up into the non-canon <laughs> story. Going really, really? There's he did a lot this? There. There's a lot there with Masamita. Um, and and like I said, it's a character that appears in a lot of things. So there was yeah. some, actually some good episodes of the Clone Wars that he's in. Yeah. And he said Life Day, Life Dead. And I loved uh, my emotional reaction to him has changed. It was initially just a character you knew. Or it was again, I talk about one of the first times. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I know the name of that prequel character yeah. in, in a weird thing. So I liked the character, but I thought it was. Uh, at the, uh, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't like the execution of the character. That, that, I, I bring up that scene because I never liked that scene where Bail again was like, uh, we'll return. Well, oh, good. Uh, we're we're going to be expecting. It's a really <laughs> yeah. awkward scene and There's moment. Like, we're going to kill you, right? Yeah. You know that, Bail? Yeah. yeah. So it's this weird <laughs> moment I never liked. But but the Clone Wars stuff and then in life that I loved, I love when characters span the stories. Yeah. And you can start yeah. connecting threads in story in that Star Wars nerd bubble. And I like... 
Uh, I like that char- character for that because he was he was with Chancellor Valorum before Rises of Palpatine. The information you're adding of him knowing that the Emperor was the Emperor, yeah. um, that that Sidious was Sidious, I should say maybe, and then and then serving the Empire and being part of that. And it's just fun to think that while we're watching New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, that this character now technically existed during those times and was <laughs> off doing something. Right. Bureaucratic. Bureaucratic. Super evil yeah. Sith bureaucracy. Yeah. 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 I honestly picture the Emperor just looking over one day and going, have you been here this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> like, just not even noticing that guy. Because I, I totally, I didn't see you there that, yeah. that whole time. Like, uh, <laughs> I thought you <laughs> left us. There's Before. a revolt on Ryloth, and uh, also I need slippers. I mean, it seems like he would do. Is, is that what forever. you what you do? I don't know why you're here. I get. I assume. Yeah. I actually think you're right. I, I, I need Masa slippers. Masa made a handle some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. just the personal stuff. Like. A lot of the day to day stuff for the emperor. Like <laughs> my yeah. sacrum is out of alignment. A lot of day to day stuff for the emperor. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fun line. I'll handle it. big picture things, and you the minutia. That's what I want you to work on. I yeah. want you to handle pain. <laughs> I think that is actually the most accurate because he also yeah. pops up in Tarkin, I think. Yes. And his role is a little bit more like the Emperor's like, I need to stare at the window and contemplate. <laughs> you do the work. You uh, any I calls let, yeah. that come in, you take care of. I let him uh, warm the peg too as an action figure, and now I feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a cool character. He's I remember doing a lot of work. There was a particular time where my brother kindly offered to buy me an action figure because mm. I had done something for him and I didn't have any money and I mm. bought Lax Sivrak, the <laughs> werewolf, yes. over Masamita. Yeah. So I apologize to Masamita. I always liked him because I... That's a solid choice, though, to buy La- the werewolf. Lax Sivrak <laughs> like, is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I responded to him in Phantom Menace because I thought he captured uh, the officiousness. Like, yeah. he seemed like there's a politician who seems fake and angry and mean and I don't like him and in is a it good me or way. was he a little bit fatter in that? Like, he seemed like a little bit... Maybe. Chunkier yeah. in, in that movie. I mean, he's got the he's got the big robes. That make yeah. it, I mean, he's that wearing a house. It. Yeah, but well, he seemed very decadent. You, know, you could you be know. confusing him with Orn Frita, though, who looks oh, similar. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's certainly that's, had Orn Frita's size. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Orn Frita yeah. has uh, thrown down here in in uh, databank <laughs> brawl and not fared well. All right, so we got a lot of feelings about Masamita. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna move on to somebody who I think we care more about than Masamita, so it's not mm-hmm. going to be fair. Our next combatant is Nine Nub. <laughs> Ken's been waiting and dreading this day for a long time. Ooh. He's got now the the name. Everybody has lots of opinions uh, mm-hmm. on, on an episode we recorded recently. Ken, you said mm-hmm. that you thought you had a handle on what is the correct canonical current pronunciation so, of this Soliston's name. Yeah, I I grew up saying uh, 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 Ninnam. Ninnam. It was yeah. featured in my uh, stand up act for ten years. Yeah. Uh, did a joke about this character. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, I don't think you ever really heard it on screen until, nope. for me, maybe there's other areas, and you guys can t- tweet me in if I'm wrong, it was Battlefront, because it's a playable yeah. character in the new okay. Battlefront, and the voice comes over and says, Nine-Num is now in action. And I <laughs> literally dropped my controller and went, Nine? What? I've been saying it wrong my entire Star Wars life? I'm like, they must have gotten that wrong. There's right. no yeah. way they got that and right. And not nub or nunb. Numb. I, numb. Yeah, nine numb. So, like, yeah. number, no feeling in your legs. Yes. That's his. <laughs> nine numb. So then, nine numb. here I am thinking they got it wrong. They got it wrong. There's just no way they got that right. Lego, Force Awakens. He appears. He's on the Resistance base. He obviously is in the movie. Uh, Leia, while she's going around, you're helping Leia get Wookiee cookies. Nine, <laughs> Nine Numb shows up. All right. And she says it again. And C-3PO's talking, and she, he, C-3PO says, Master Numb is, is 
is unhappy, and she's like, she says, Nine is is a good friend of the rebellion. He helped us take down the second Death Star three PO. And I'm like, there it is again. And they have Carrie Fisher saying it. All right. Yeah. So, so right. they were in a booth now with Carrie Fisher. Yep. Yeah. And she was sort of like, how do I say that? Right. Nine. Like the number? Then why isn't that spelled like the number? <laughs> <laughs> why is it spelled almost like the number? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to read his official data bank entry to see how the editors who uh, run StarWars.com think of Nine Numb. Here we go. A jowled, mouse-eyed native of Sullust, Nine Numb was an arms dealer and smuggler who piloted the Melcrawler. After the Battle of Yavin, he helped Princess Leia smuggle an enclave of Alderanian survivors off Solace, and then assisted the princess during the diversionary mission known as Operation Yellow Moon. Later, Num served Lando served as Lando Calrissian's co-pilot aboard the Millennium Falcon during the Battle of Endor. He spoke the liquid, chattering tongue of the Solistans. Man. Now, th- this is some good copywriting. This this one was fun to yeah. say. It was very poetic. A jowled, mouse-eyed native <laughs> with the liquid, chattering tongue of the Solistans. That's just beautiful. Uh, I'll, I'll, if, if you're not familiar, a lot of that early stuff, the Melcrawler and uh, portraying him as an arms dealer and a smuggler, it's uh, all from the Princess Leia book, Moving Target, oh, which man. is great. And it also uh, portrays him as a big recreational drinker. <laughs> like yeah, uh, the main plot of that movie is just that they that they uh, or that book Empire is really interested in Leia, so Nine Numbs moving her around and uh, everywhere he lands, he samples samples some, a drink, samples a drink. <laughs> I'll have to read that. Um, he also it ties into the Leia comic. Oh, cool. Uh, he's he's involved there and friends with uh, Evan Verlaine, who is the Alderanian pilot, the tall oh, blonde. Okay, who uh, also appears in Life Dead. They tie oh, nice. back to that. So so uh, Mr. Num. Likes to drink, huh? Yeah, That's yeah. That's good. So, Ken, mm-hmm. he, he, this is one of your favorite characters. Yeah. What's his face like? Well, as my stand-up set ended every time, Nine Numb looks like a, a vagina. Um, <laughs> and it's why I have a healthy fear of vaginas. I've never had a healthy social interaction with a female. Uh, I grew up with a fan of that character. He's got the big, bulbous, but still beady eyes. He's got a little leather helmet. He's got some very <laughs> wide, almost Ferengi ears. And uh, those jowls, as they describe it, well, they're not labia-like at all. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yep, and he often, often, as you know, is uh, in a nice red flight suit <laughs> and a sensible black vest. He's <laughs> 1.6 meters tall, uh, hair, uh, eye color black, skin color light, no hair that we know of. I don't know if Celestians have hair. Maybe they do under those things. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he is absolutely one of my favorite characters. I have a nine numb shirt. Um, <laughs> it, it it just was became because it was in my stand up act for so long. It just became a character I yeah. associated with. Is Love the, that he's back in Force Awakens. Is this shirt a picture of him, or is it like you're wearing what he's wearing? Like it's red, I, and then there's the blue vest. I only I wish I could be that lucky. <laughs> no, I have a, a long sleeve T shirt. I think I got from Redbubble, and it's just him proudly arms folded, and it has like some Celestian words around it. Okay, <laughs> nice. Uh, my former Jedi Alliance co star. Garrett, for whatever reason, just hated this character. And the fact that I love this character burned her soul, and I would often just bring him up if I ever wanted to upset her. Uh, and there's no listed quote from Nine Numb, but I think we all know the quote is, ah, tia 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 That's a great quote. We forgot to get one from Masamita, so it's probably just order, right? Order, order. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mike, your emotional attachment or not to Nine Numb? <laughs> well, he looks like my friend Kia when I was growing up. So a vagina or your friend Kia? Those are the options so far. Who was uh, (laughs) 
fifth grade Iranian exchange student who was an awesome kid, but everyone called him Nian Nub because he looked like Nian Nub. Yeah. And uh, it was, we... Trying to imagine how that's possible. It was just a picture of this human child with a leather cap and a vest. It really was just terrible children in Colorado being Every kid looked like someone from Star Wars. And so it was just a matter of time till he got saddled with that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I always liked the character uh, from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. he seemed he seemed to have a real sense of urgency about everything that was going on. The battle really mattered to him. You yeah. know, Lando looked like he could take it or leave it. Like, you know, if, if this doesn't work out, I'll be fine. Me and the, I think everything hinged on this one. <laughs> like, it, This was his moment to shine. Yeah. And, right. and whenever anything went wrong, he was going to let everybody know about it. And, you yeah. know. What uh, what I find interesting is in Force Awakens, I wasn't sure it was the same guy. It looks like he's had chin implants. He's had some work done. His head is way bigger. <laughs> it's yeah. way it's yeah it's, it's noticeably bigger. If you me. there's a picture uh, from Force Awakens, if you scroll down on his databank entry. That yeah. looks like a David Lynch nightmare, like David Lynch remade Eraserhead, and <laughs> yeah. it just starts nine numb now. It w- it was one of my problems with Force Awakens Absolutely. in a movie yeah. that I love is you couldn't get that scale right. I mean, I'm I'm holding up the Rege- Jedi picture here. Yeah, yeah that the, the looks one in right Force to Awakens me. is I maybe because I wanted to make it of more of a practical get up. I thought yeah. maybe that, or maybe it was uh, that he. That's how they age. Their faces get all warped and weird. I don't know. But, and larger. You know, like, well, you know, humans' noses get larger. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. That's, maybe that's their, their deal. Yeah, their whole head Everything gets bigger. Gets yeah. bigger. Yeah. Wow. Uh, when yeah. they die, they're nine feet tall. <laughs> you know? Uh, I always liked Nine Nub. I yeah. had a, a relationship with him because he was one of the sendaway figures before... Jedi I came out that, that you could I collect and collect the, yeah. the proof of purchases and get. And I, he was, I think, one of the char- first characters that I got sort of phasmid on, mm-hmm. where I expected, yeah. well, what Great is this character? And yeah. like, oh, he's, he's, he's a, a co-pilot. Yeah. And he's a co-pilot. And yeah. uh, my strongest memory of him in Jedi is when he's happy toward the end of the battle. And he's got that <laughs> yeah. big head big. on. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so into it. Or like, I, the, that guy is not happy. happy. Great moments when the the first uh, blast of the Star Story happens and, and he goes, ah! and like his eyes <laughs> yeah. get all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that, so. I think it was more Kia's attitude as a human that that got <laughs> him still, the. He's still trying to justify how his friend didn't look like an alien. <laughs> yeah, and the, vagina at the same time. Kia really overreacted to a lot of stuff, and so <laughs> I think that's where it came from. Uh, yeah, okay, so awesome. you said, Vagina, you said your childhood friend. Uh, I, yeah. Nine Numb to me looks like uh, if uh, Charlie Brown was badly burned in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that big circular head. <laughs> and it's there's a little bit like, of meltiness. Yeah, it's like if Charlie Brown mated with the creature from the Black Lagoon, <laughs> they might have had Nian Nub. All right. Well, now that we numb, whatever his name is now. Now that we said some very complimentary things about his character and some cruel things about his appearance, it is time. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready, but let's do it. Let's do this. These guys are gonna fuck. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Right. Now, we have a great opportunity here because these are two characters who span the history of certainly the original trilogy, uh, yeah. maybe going back to prequels with uh, Nine Numb's Age. So this could happen anywhere, anytime. Yeah. I think maybe, uh, maybe it's fertile ground to be after uh, Return of the Jedi, or do you want to be in the original trilogy era? Where, where no, do you want to fight, boys? I, 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 I'm leaning towards after Jedi, and it's a weird, you know, on this show, because we pull names, um, sometimes they, you know, might belong together in story and time period, and other times they're just kind of fun to have them together. And this is kind of a betweener. Yeah. It's a tweener, because <laughs> this could happen, but uh, if we were to say after Force Awakens, I, I don't trust that Masamita's made it that no, far. No, 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 no. So I think we have to do after Jedi, and maybe yeah. rewrite some canon here. Okay. 
Excellent. Yeah, that works for me. All right. Okay. So where does this take place? Again, it could be almost anywhere. Yeah, but I think it needs to, and maybe it's because I play a lot of Battlefront, and this planet is featured prominently in there, but I think we're on Sullust. Okay. Remind right. me of what the topography of Sullust is. It is a lot of, um, I don't want to say hills, but a lot of plateaus. Okay. Levels, mountains. Um a lot of uh, lava, like almost like a. It's almost like Mustafar in the sun. Okay. A lot of black oh, okay. rock mountains, flowing rivers of lava-like things. That trust me, if you walk in them, you get points taken away. Okay. Um, <laughs> hills, but again, because you're seeing a lot of uh, the battlefront, you're fighting on certain bases that might have been maybe the the hills have been leveled off. And, okay. And, and imperial installations, but then when you fly up, because you can fly over Sullust, um, and you can look there's. It's like little pockets of cities and nothing in between, and there's okay. just mountains and everything. Okay. You know, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, so we know from Life Debt that Masamita is uh, trying to keep the reins on the Empire. Mm-hmm. So I think let, let's have some fun in that era where the, yeah. the it's before the Battle of Jakku. The Empire has not been soundly, thoroughly defeated, mm. and I think that Masamita is going to go to Solist yeah. to try to get the Solistan people back in line. So yes. maybe he comes yes. with some stormtroopers. A he, garrison, yeah. A garrison. He knows that the Empire doesn't have that much power, so he's kind of bluffing. He's bluffing his power. Chest puffed out in a false front. Yeah, and now one of Soliston's sons, maybe not always respected because he's a smuggler, is now an yeah. absolute war hero because he helped blow up the second Death Star. Everybody knows Nine Numb's name. Yep, he earned that ice cream and Wookiee cookies. That's right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and I think he is uh, where many of our battles take place. I mm-hmm. think he's got to be in some sort of pub or bar. Well, That's now, where Nine Numb would be, yeah, right? He, now, yeah. as you've established, or the book uh, Moving Targets established, he would be there. Yeah. Does he drink yeah. in the Leia comic book? I don't recall that. Okay. I'm going to have to check. If okay. anyone out there wants to help us with that information check, I, I, I almost want to say maybe, but I don't know. Okay. That, that'd, be a, that'd be an amazing continuity thing if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. But okay. Yeah. All so, right. We'll look that yeah. up. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? Uh, we've had a lot of fights and dives. I think maybe there's a nice bar. And Solace. Yeah. Can you can you tell us what the the nice bar looks like on Solace? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it would be called uh, the Naboo Suite, <laughs> where it's it's like a taste of Naboo on on this planet. You know, that's uh, so great to go cross cultural. Yeah, where they would they were like you know maybe some settlers from Naboo wanted you know to start taste up their own place. place. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. and uh, give give them just a little taste of the the, the old world. The you old know, world. And, <laughs> and old what Naboo used to be like in its glory oh, days. Yeah, you know, yeah. and the, all kinds of seafood, nausea, you know, yeah. uh, real ornate. <laughs> you know, even the bathrooms have oh yeah art and artifacts. And the servers and are dressed like up like the queens yeah. of Naboo with all the uh, finery exactly. and dresses. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. this is yeah. great. Bobbles on their Sadly, head. Sadly, eventually this restaurant gets uh, shut down and replaced, and, and a <laughs> Essence of Endor opens up. <laughs> It's just yes. the new, more popular one. Yeah. It's just roughly barbecued meat yes. that you don't yeah. know where it came from. Yeah. Places with peanuts on the floor. It's no, a lot like no a utensils. Brazilian barbecue. Yeah. They, they come by and shave meat yeah. off yeah. from, yeah. from, from different whatever. animals. Yeah. You have no idea what that animal yeah, you just, just ate. It. So just might have been raise a the flag and eat it. You know, <laughs> but now it's the taste of the food. It's yeah, the, lovely. Yeah, it's classy. Yeah. And, uh, and and Nine Num's going. He's going to dine there mm-hmm. with yeah. some other Solistens, and he's going to he's going to regale them with tales of the war. He's taking a little probably time off the new invited Republic. by like local big wigs and big mm-hmm. shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got yeah. The, the hero of the rebellion. Yeah, is here. absolutely. Right now he's yeah. in the night. He's in the he's in the bar waiting for his table. And it's yeah, a, it's a high end. You know, he's he's sipping something nice. Yeah, maybe some Alderanian wine. 
coming. Sure. Uh, yep. Through his connection <laughs> with Leia. And Masamita is coming to, to dine in a back room and meet with uh, some politicians. Yeah. Right. So I think uh, Masamita walks in and he sees Nine Numb sitting at the table. I think Nine Numb is already a little bit in his cups. Yes. And yeah. he's, uh, he's brash. Uh, and I think he feels like, I'm on the side of the New Republic. The New Republic's winning. This guy's kind of trying to come in here with his show. He's got uh, two stormtroopers stationed mm-hmm. at the door of yeah. Taste of Naboo. But I know that I'm safe to rib him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah. he yells something at him. What, yeah, what, yeah, what? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in which roughly translates Thank you. into, take those grubby horns out my restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And do we feel like Masamita is a politician he, that he knows uh, the Solisten language, the liquid? He knows enough. He takes some courses on the way in when he shuttles in. He, he, he's, yeah. you know, Masamita is not a dumb guy. He didn't rise Ooh, to power right. by stumbling his way in. He's not a, he's not a, he's had Del- to deal with emissaries before. Yeah, he's not a yeah. Delo Felicates type of guy. He, he got there <laughs> because he be- belongs there. So yeah, I think he understands. Okay. And I think he proudly. Perhaps stupidly, maybe, but proudly walks on up and, and basically says, this restaurant still belongs, like everything, to the Empire. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think, uh, nine numb, nine numb, <laughs> he takes that in, he nods, mm-hmm. he's good at nodding, yeah. he's good at facial expressions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think he takes a long sip of Alderanian wine, yeah. and then I think he pretends like it didn't agree with him, and he spits it up. Translated through all of those lips, the amount of gross liquid <laughs> splatter that explodes all over Masamita's face, yeah. all up on his horns, his fancy He's got clothes, all of this Alderanian <laughs> wine, and then uh, Nine Numb is like, <laughs> which means like, whoops, sorry, buddy, didn't mean to do that. When clearly he did. Yeah. So if it's dripping down the one of the horns on the on <laughs> the lower, lower horns, lower horn. the lower horn is lower. soaked. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think this is the first time where Masamita just, his instincts kick in and he yells order. <laughs> order. <laughs> one of the, I will have order. Do the stormtroopers react? Uh, no, because I think that they know. Like, oh, I think they've been given orders to, like only come in if it's like we like. Right. He's negotiating. Gotcha. He's trying to bring gotcha. him back to the table. So yeah. it's not the good old days where he could just come in and stomp faces. He knows that. At yeah. Least. Okay. Right. Okay. And, and he, he's all about order. He doesn't want it mm-hmm. to turn into a, a shooting festival or anything like that. So he probably holds his hand. Yeah. yeah. You know, holds them at bay. Okay. And while that hand is still up, slaps the hell out of nine oh. numb. Oh, so you think that he yeah. goes for like, that he loses control and he's like, I'm not calling the stormtroopers, but I, yeah. I'm going to call this guy's bluff. Yeah. Right. Of, yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, yeah, and he slaps and those jowls. it would be a satisfying sound to oh. hear those jowls it's get like, slapped. It's like the sound of like three slaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he's and got some jowl. height on him too, so it's yeah. coming from a distance. Oh, a big, yeah, yeah. powerful slap. Yeah. He, yeah. he puts his back into it, right? Okay, so the, I think the taste of Naboo goes quiet. Yeah, I think somebody dressed yeah. as Queen Jamila uh, drops a glass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, this is big. This is big. And he probably says something like "mind your manners" or, uh, when dealing yeah. with a delegate from yeah. Yeah. the yes. Empire. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Empire used to rule with a fist, and now we're open to ruling with an open hand. <laughs> slap. <laughs> yes. slap. So yeah, from Masamita's perspective, this yeah. is like this is a little yeah. gentler. Yeah. yeah. 
Nine Numb, he's a hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero of the yeah. rebellion. Now he is a, mm-hmm. a pilot with the New Republic. Yeah, he's not going to take this. So I think I think he he is a creature who leads with his head. So yeah. I think he just goes ahead and rears back, and I think he headbutts headbutts Masamita in the face. He's got the leather cap. Yes, yeah. it's got to be there for a reason. Yeah, Possibly. maybe it's for headbutt. Yeah, it's for yeah, headbutting. Definitely, <laughs> I think he does, and I think everyone at the table. It's interesting that the, the Solistans, uh, they're creatures of action, I would think, but they all they know this is his fight. Yeah. So they they kind of now they're they're standing back. There's a guy in the corner that man. Or may not be CO Bibble just hanging out. Um, <laughs> he's a little concerned, but now that headbutt goes straight into the jaw Ooh. of Masameda. It's Ooh. just one of those forward, almost like a spear. It's just boom. And uh, Meta's a big guy, he's a tall guy. Right. I don't know if he falls over. No. Nine of had to kind of come up at an angle. Um, so. But he's definitely back, and, and there's some alien blood coming out of his lips. Yeah, and I think yeah. you, the one part, Masamita, he's big, he's tough, he's covered in, in clothes, he's got horns, but that's his talking part. Yeah. He, right. That's what he uses. That's like yeah. hitting him that's in... That's his business. Yeah, yeah, that's like hitting him in the junk. That's his... Right. Yeah, that's right. how... Yeah. So I think this, I, I think, sends Masamita off into a personal rage yeah. where... He's got to use the horns. Personal rage is big yep. in databank bro, because that's it where really a lot is. of our characters get to a <laughs> yeah. point right. because where a lot of issues start coming out. Right, exactly. The, right. Uh, everything that's happened to them, they they, yeah. they let go of their logic, mm-hmm. right? Because he could call the stormtroopers, right? Right. But the part of him knows that you know that, that I, I can't escalate to that. I can't. It's, yeah. As soon as the blasters come out, this is an incident, and I might not make it off the planet alive. Well, what's exactly. interesting too is the Celestians. A lot of the them at the bar, they're more near the door. And they. Lock the door. They barricade the door. Now the right. stormtroopers are definitely not coming in. Um, and I think as as Ameda's getting mad though, Nine's a little drunk. Yeah. So he steps yeah. back and, and and Mike, I don't see where you go with this, but I, I think Nine just starts he's dressing down Ameda. Like he almost thinks he's won the fight. It might be a, a mistake for Okay, yeah. And what does that mean, Mike? I mean, so you with your stupid shoes and your fat head, your horns, <laughs> your, your silly, crazy, sp- spice devil, weird <laughs> robes. And, I mean, like I said, he's drunk. Everything. He's got everything he's, really he's got. Right, you know so. what I'm saying. You know what I mean. <laughs> You've got with your fancy blue face. I love I don't this. like it. I love this, that there's <laughs> yeah. someone in the bar who's like actually from Naboo, enjoying a taste yeah. of Naboo. They, they hear this <laughs> yeah. liquid chattering sound like, that elegant speech he's going on, and everybody who understands Solaston's like, a drunk, yeah. he just called him blue eight times. Yeah. Oh, it's not even a bad thing to yeah. be blue. The staff is coming out. There's a couple uh, Gungans who work in the kitchen. They're now popping their heads out. They're like, what's, come, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, it's getting, yeah. it's crazy. And I think, I think the horns need to come out. Yes, I think, and yeah. I think Mas, this is the cruel fate of evolution that Masamita's right. horns make him look intimidating, but they're not right. really at good angles for right. fighting. So yeah. he's got to he's got to back up, bend down, and charge. Yeah, right? yeah. to yeah. get the most out of his A horns. Nice low charge because they're really only the point up and into his chest up. Maybe a gun dart he can he can defend himself. Yeah, against. yeah. But so yeah, he's got to charge. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so and, what happens when he charges? Well, first he's got to take off one of those robes and <laughs> just to be able to to get down low enough to do that. So this is the most obvious attack you've ever seen coming. He backs yeah, up. He backs up. Takes, takes off some his robes robe. off. Yeah, he bends he over. Might might even do like a foot swipe a couple of times, <laughs> like a kid imitating a bull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then launches right at 
the the yeah, heart of Nine right. Nub. And I think Nine Nub the whole time's like, yeah, you but yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning like, come at me, come at come, me, come yeah. at me, bro, come, come at, at me, bro. come at me, horn, bro. He's waiting. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Nine Nub, even though he's drunk, he's ready. He's ready to get out of the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he gets out of the way, and I think that uh, uh, that Masamita impales. The nice bar, the wood that <laughs> yeah. has been imported right from the Lake District. Oh, <laughs> very his, expensive. Oh, his horns get <laughs> stuck in some of that lovely, lovely wood. Oh, that's High Lakes wood. Yeah, and now, now no, his buttocks in- is exposed, and I think, oh, I think, wow. I think <laughs> Nine Numb realizes there's no underwear in space. Well, that yeah. is full of buttocks, but his his butt's been <laughs> oh, okay. over there. Okay. Uh, he's still he's got plenty of rooms. So I think Nine yeah. Numb goes like, I could kick him, but that seems dis- demeaning. I'm going to go classy, and I'm just going to. I'm going to cock my fist back and I'm going to pull out, punch him in the butt. Wow. Punches that's, him across the butt. That's the classy the option yeah. is to punch him in the butt. A kick's demeaning, but this is a little bit more respect. It's like you're still in the fight. He's a big swing, big old yeah, Western right. swing. And right. yeah, in uh, oh. Masamita's butt, it, it, it swings. Swing. It's, it's swaying. Yeah. Who's got jowls now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, does a mate? He, I don't think he can get out right away, though. No, I think no. he's got to force himself he's, out, and he's got to do it in a way in which he doesn't impale his own chest with his lower horns. Oh, this right, is getting ugly for a mate. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> yeah, the, that, that one moment of rage, you yeah. know, and the, we didn't really get to talk about those emotions of rage, the yeah. personal rage. It's being a, a servant to the emperor. Yep. So believing that the emperor is going to yep. control everything, it's it, fallen apart. It's also about being there from even at the beginning, before when Chancellor uh, Valorum was in charge and it made it kind of set the groundwork. I'm sure he and Palpatine had been talking and yeah. some stuff was going to happen. And I, I'm sure at some point Palpatine was like, hey, come here. Let me give you a personality test and tell you about the religion I believe in. All right, this is what I, this is what I got, and then he he's there at his side very publicly, and then the emperor goes into hiding. As we know, once he becomes the emperor, as the journal the wills tells us, he he buried himself and surrounded himself with a bunch of uh, bootlickers around him. And Meta yeah, was part of, of that, but then all of a sudden, Meta, for years now, uh, has to sit and and take a lot of crap from imperial dignitary. Yeah. And yeah. his weird group of friends who suddenly now show Janus, up. Janice, Grijatis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> now yeah. you're here. And Amada's like, you know, I was here from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And all that is bubbling up. Right. And he does the real work. He, he exactly. does payroll. Right. He yeah. actually runs the galaxy. Right. How many children does Moff Jar Gerard have? You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. I know. I know that answer. And this is the thanks he gets. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I send them their life day gifts. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how much a speeder bike costs? I do. <laughs> I'm the one who orders it. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly how many plumbers are on the first Death Star. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think Nine does next. Okay. He so He gets down underneath. Oh, boy. Grabs those two big gold earlobes and just yanks. Oh, <laughs> oh so you think... Grabs him uh, by the horns? With uh, the, by his little horned earlobes yeah, that hang yeah, down yeah. by okay. his chin. So you think he yanks him out? It, it just yanks on him just oh, to just hurt for him. Pain. Just for pain. Oh, for pure wow. pain. Okay, so this isn't a fight anymore. This is now where... Nine Numb is maybe putting some doubt on the hero part of War Hero. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People watch on, like, at first is like, yeah, yeah, there's the, one of the faces of the Empire. Yeah, yeah. kick his ass, punch his ass. Yeah, <laughs> punch his ass. Literally punch his ass. <laughs> yeah, punch his ass. And then, then there's maybe a little bit like, Oh, but now, now he's just like a space pinata. Maybe this is mean. <laughs> well, but yeah. Yeah, well, what do but you think? that gives him the opportunity to grab his ears. 
Oh, you think Masamita so, yeah, they're, manages to... Now they're in an is, earlock. So is of, he free yet, or did Masamita well, his, just... his hands are free. His hands right? are free, He's right. only had his, his head is stuck. Uh, those ears are big. You know, oh, yeah. you're right. So, so, so they uh, both got each other by so the ear by the ears. Nine Num yeah. got, like, under just him. Just crawled under crawled him. Crawled underneath grab, him. Okay, so this He was is... changing oil on a, on a, on a, on a <laughs> yeah. slant speeder. Yeah, so exactly. this is maybe the most disrespectful <laughs> position. Yeah, and I'm saying that as somebody and nine who is narrated little. a gun crawl under walking there pretty on somebody's easily. face. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, okay, so he's under there. So they're tugging yeah. in each other's ears now. They're having yeah. a painful, gross slapstick fight. Right. Uh, but maybe, uh, uh, well, what do you think, Ken? How do you think other people are reacting? Do you think that they're cheering, There's uh, cheering. Nine Num yes, on? They're, they're or are they doubting cheering. his? They're definitely yeah. cheering. Um, but at some point, it starts to become, what are we cheering? Who have we, who have <laughs> we have become we as Celestians? Yeah. yeah. Who are we now? Yeah. Because um, it's just, and they're watching, you know. Do we they, really want to encourage this sort of right. thing? Right. And we know that this is a war hero. Yeah. This yeah. is the the most powerful and prominent representation of our people yeah. in the galaxy right now. Yeah. Do they want him do they want this to happen to Nine Even yeah. if he wins. Do they want yeah. this on the hollow net across the galaxy? Right. Yeah. Right. So I think yeah. uh I think maybe a, a wise Soliston, mm-hmm. uh an elder who's dining there, one of mm-hmm. somebody from the government is like Yeah. Uh, this seems like a, a good place for negotiation. So I think they maybe actually step outside and Mm. And tap one of the stormtroopers and say, "We don't want any violence, but there's a there's a very embarrassing thing for both sides going on in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> we need you. Mistakes were made. We need you. Things have escalated. You may not ask questions. <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, yeah. You don't have the power you once did. But why don't you just uh, yeah come leave your blaster outside, <laughs> come in and just uh, end this. Get yeah, come on it. So they do. They the stormtroopers uh, they still take. Uh, they still take orders, and they still kind of want to protect the galaxy. Some of these guys are good, hardworking dudes yeah. Uh, yeah. and ladies. Um, so they, they do. They come in, and and they see just this horror of they Masa Beta little, little bent over, yeah. uh, <laughs> pulling on ears. His horns are being pulled. Um, fingers in each other's mouths. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Eventually, right. he's going to go for the eyes yep. on Nine there's, Num. Yeah. There's, there's just no way around yeah, it. Yeah, there's, those Gungans are now taking bets in the kitchen. Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. who's is it a win. fight or is it an exotic lovemaking at this right. point? It's <laughs> ambiguous. Yeah, and they're, they're embarrassed. His horns are going to crack off any minute now. These stormtroopers know that they are outnumbered. Yeah. Some, many of the Celestians are armed, blasters out, yeah. just to make sure. So I think they got to get involved in, a, in a, that kind of way. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of face saving going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. nobody saw anything here tonight. And, <laughs> you know, so they, I think they separate them, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah, and I think that they they uh, uh, recognize it is a matter of of pride. They see some like I think these guys are both now not really rational, right? Right. right. That oh, they think nine thrashing against them, yeah. bucket heads, calling them bucket heads in his. Oh language. yeah, and they think that they think they've been involved in an epic fight. Yeah, because the Masamita yeah. doesn't normally get into it yes. rough and tumble. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, this is what it's like. I know the power of yeah. the dark side that my master once <laughs> felt. Like yeah. this is what it feels yeah. like to and him. This is a huge battle that he's been yeah. through." Yeah. And yeah. I'm yeah. like, "I'm a war hero in his own mind." <laughs> yeah, and I think at some point, Ameda's yelling, "Where are you now, Sheev? Where are you now, Sheev?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think nine numbers there for the glory of the republic. <laughs> so I think that in order to end it, the wise Solaston right. basically says like, look, look, you, you, you guys have had this interaction. It doesn't right. need to go any farther than this. We could send you outside to finish it, right. but we could just take a vote and we could see who won 
the fight. We could take a, a vote in the bar, <laughs> take it out of your hands, and it'll just be a matter of pride. We'll just take a we'll just take a vote. But is that fair for Hameda to a bunch of Celestians voting? Well, this is, he, is the, the, okay. the political element of the wise Celestin okay. offering him a way out and going like, oh, gotcha. well, well. Yeah, this is this is maybe the the tactful thing to do. Okay. So I, I think as we're getting we're getting close to the the end here, where something yeah. definitive yeah. is going to happen. So I, right. I want to take the temperature. Yeah. Uh, Mike Black, who do you think should be ultimately the winner of this episode of Data Bank Brawl? If I'm being totally honest, mm-hmm. I think had the fight gone on a little bit longer, Moss might have won. Okay. Mm. Just because nine nine was too compromised. If it if it came to one of them dying, mm. I think he might have cracked off one of his horns. Okay. And rammed Nine's head into it. Right. Because we're saying Nine oh. has the power of drunken hubris <laughs> right. and Nine Numb is getting in, in touch with his inner rage. He doesn't rage. have reach. He doesn't right. have. Yeah. He's very vulnerable at, mm. at his size. Best is not and, helpful and, in a fight. Yeah. And having a pretty big target on his neck, mm-hmm. uh, it, it really is a matter of time before savagery takes over on Moss's part. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what do you, what do you think, uh, Ken? Look, there is no way I'm leaving this studio without, <laughs> without, with Nine Numb dead. Okay. Okay. I Got couldn't it. allow it to yeah, happen. I right. understand. In good yeah. conscience. Forget about canon and whether or not your prison force awakens after yep. this fight. Nope. Oh, I just yeah. emotionally couldn't deal with that right now. Yeah. Right. Um, You've but had I, a rough week. I do agree, though, that Nine, he's, he's rough-edged. When yeah. you're hanging out with Lando, and that's your, your, your kind of, uh, not introduction to the Rebellion, because that came earlier on, we now know, <laughs> but, you know, when, when you join the Rebellion, and you help the princess, and you're friends with the beautiful, uh, brave Evan Verlaine, and, and you end up with Lando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You like getting in some shit. You like yeah. you're, you're kind of a scoundrel yeah. on the end. He's a bit of an anti-hero, and, and we look at him. I look at him as a hero. But in, in the Celestian culture, they're like, well, that's our guy. But yeah, you know, there could have been some better representation. Now, if it yeah. was a blaster fight, nine uh, all the way. Nine okay, all the way. Nine so then all the way. I'll narrate a little bit what I think yeah. has happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And you guys, yeah. if, you, if you got alternate yep. takes or you have buttons you want to provide, by all means. Here, mm-hmm. Here's what I think happens. Then I think mm-hmm. uh, I think Masamita. He's still full of rage, but he realizes he's such a politician. He realizes like this is the tactful thing to do to get myself out of this with with mm-hmm. dignity, with some little bit of dignity, and to maybe uh, uh, make better chances of making a deal with the Solstons. So he agrees right. to the vote. Uh, I think a couple mm-hmm. of people maybe vote for Masamita just out of pity because they, they felt it was a little right. a little mean. Yeah. But the, overwhelmingly, the Solstons like Nine Num won the fight, and I think Nine Num is really yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Hey, he's hey, nodding he's, happily, yeah. like Manny yeah. Pacquiao. Yeah. Yeah. He just yeah. couldn't be more thrilled with himself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I think that evening ends. But I mm-hmm. think before Masamita finishes his business on Solst, mm-hmm. and I think that he tracks uh, Nine Num down. Mm. And I think he waits to find him in a vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. And I think just out of vengeance, he does exactly what Mike Black described. He breaks off one of his own horns and he slashes Nine Nub's face with it. Yeah. Nine Nub needs plastic surgery, <laughs> which is why his face is all wrong yes. in The Force Awakens. Yes. Ah, so flash to. Now it makes sense. A couple he months cuts later. His chin off. Yeah. <laughs> couple of months later, the grand opening at the Essence of Endor. <laughs> honored guest Nine Nub. Yeah, because Tour Naboo yeah. had to shut down after the scandal. Messy, messy, messy. Ass got punched in this place? <laughs> yeah. This is classy. You can't have a nice place. <laughs> so. Uh, one nice place on Sullis. <laughs> Special guest. 
guest, uh, Nine Numb, is sitting there eating, uh, just eating a leg of some beast that was cooked right in the center there. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the wise old Celestian uh, character is there and looks at him and just goes, it's, is your face swollen? <laughs> Nine's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, it's all good. It'll all be good with a lot of surgery. So I think, unless you guys have anything else no, to add. No, that's, that yeah. is, that's our fight. Uh, nine uh, numb wins. Yeah. But really, everybody lost. This yeah. is one of those great it's episodes. It's a pure victory. Technically, <laughs> for the record books, nine numb won that fight, mm-hmm. but it, it took a little bit out of him. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah. a part of his face. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, this is canon. Yeah, <laughs> I, we've, we've yeah. filled the gaps. Yeah. yeah, this one really helped. We've like, explained the story. Yeah, sometimes we go a little <laughs> bit crazy, but this yeah. one really helped make yeah. sense of The Force Awakens. <laughs> Made a lot of sense. I don't sense see how now. anybody could have any problems with The Force Awakens <laughs> no. now that we've explained nope. yeah. nine months. My questions have been answered. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All of them. Well, thank you guys uh, <laughs> so much for doing this with us. Uh, you guys listening, please feel free to keep tweeting at us and sending us suggestions uh, for people you'd like to fight in this podcast, use the hashtag databankbrawl. You can give us matchups, but I love it when people just uh, send in and remind us of a character we've maybe been missing, like Masamita, who is really great in this fight. He did live, yeah. so eventually when we start doing some tournaments of some of our favorite characters, mm-hmm. Masamita... He was a lot more hardcore than we expected yeah, him to be, I he think. Was, he was a lot more, and he's, he's still hardcore. got one horn to wear, work with. Yeah. So, yeah. so we got that. Uh, uh, Mike, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the social media? Uh, at Mike Black Attack for pretty much everything. Okay. Uh, especially Instagram. Check me Instagram, out. Instagram, you're great with the action figures. Uh, anything, uh, I don't know exactly when this episode will drop, but anything in the big picture that you got going on that you want people to find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, monthly, I do a show called The Nighttime Show over at The Improv, and we also do The Nighttime Show podcast. We're going to have a lot of fun guests and talk about pretty much everything entertainment. That's awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Ken? Hey, at Ken Napsok across uh, all social media platforms, and uh, keep following us here in the Force Center uh, podcast feed for all the fun stuff we got going. This was this was one of my favorite databank brawls that really it it, it I left emotionally uh, comforted. <laughs> yeah, I thank you both for that. Oh, oh I want to plug you. one more thing. I'm, oh yeah, I'm doing a new podcast, more video gamey stuff called Power Pals. So please check that out too if you get a chance. Oh, that's awesome. That's right. awesome. Uh, and while we're recommending podcasts, I also have my podcast that's obsessed. That's on the Feral Audio Network. Yeah, you can check that out. Uh, Ken has been on. Mike Black has been on. So please do go check that out. It's all about people talking about things that they are super obsessed with. And yeah. those of us who like Star Wars are pretty obsessed. You can find me on all the social media as at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as at Force Center Pod. And didn't tell next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it <laughs> for Databank Brawl. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.